Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Hey, greetings. Welcome aboard WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe! It's Hello. Cross Hello. How you doing, brother? How you doing, Waldorf? Or am I Waldorf? Uh, you're Waldorf. I'm Statler. Statler, okay. Right, well, these are the grumpy old men that are on, uh, what are their Muppets, right? <laughs> yes, they were. Okay. Still Wonderful. are, right? Yes, still are. As far they as haven't I died know. yet. They're not dead yet. I don't think Muppets Just like ever us. die, right? <laughs> Just like us. Muppets never don't die. Don't jinx us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going first, buddy. Oh, so. that's what you think. <laughs> I'm going to hang around just to spite you. Yeah, we don't even agree on that. <laughs> Joe's a goner. Statistically, no, statistically, I probably will go before you do. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, figures you'll go statistically before you'll go anywhere. All right, so that's uh, Joe's uh, fate, is to stick around interminably and suffer uh, lots because of his contact <laughs> no, with just me. to inflict torture on you on a daily basis, four <laughs> yeah. days a week. Why would you miss that opportunity? Oh, I wouldn't want to. This is already heaven. It's my reason for living. <laughs> Joe's already got no place to go. <laughs> All right, well, welcome on board, folks. We're very glad you are on board. we got a fabulous producer on the other side of the glass who's rolling his eyes even as we speak. So we invite you to join you can call us. We've got an open phone. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, you can email us as one individual. Just did a moment ago. We got a, just one a of moment our, ago. Yeah, right. One of our emails just popped in the door, so we got that on board so we can look at that. And uh, let's see. You can text us at 70236. Joe did not get the text to connect system working while no, I, was I didn't outside the office, so I'll click on that and get that going. Uh, but uh, we'd love to have you contact us. It's an open phones a day. The topic of your selection would be our our uh, pleasure to discuss with you. You can talk about uh, anything that the politic, body politics doing in Washington. Some of our listeners have been telling us all along that the number of individuals who have been hospitalized or died quote, from COVID-19 unquote, isn't really real. That there's all kinds of people that have had comorbidities that were significantly more damaging than the COVID-19 disease. And the Biden administration is trying to pick up where the Trump administration left off, separating those out, finding out exactly why uh, the um, why people died, whether it was from the disease or their heart and lung issues that they may have already had. And uh, as one of our listeners pointed out, and the Biden administration is picking up this mantle again, find out if people died with COVID-19 from something else or if they died from COVID-19. So that's going on in Washington. Distractions, Oh, you think? Oh, okay. Well, that's true. Yeah. Why worry about anything else? If you got a real bar- honest to Pete, honest to Pete, crisis on the southern border. You got to deflect with. We have that complex we have, issues. We have a potential war in the Ukraine. In the, West, in the Ukraine, yes, the Russians. Mm-hmm. You know, do so you think but let, let's worry about invade? counting people up here. Do you think Russia will invade? I would think they would be insane to do so. Okay, I, I think they were hoping to look. You know, get everybody to back down and give them some concessions. Yeah, get that NATO uh, situation fixed in the Ukraine and. 
the neighboring country that they also, is also considering joining NATO. Well, let's face it, the whole, of, whole purpose of NATO was to guard against Russian intervention and interference in other countries. So it's only natural that they would be a little concerned when somebody right on their border wants to join the association. Why isn't NATO, why isn't Ukraine already in NATO? Because it was part of the Soviet socialist republics, if you recall, back in the days of Stalin and Khrushchev and those guys. It was part of Russia. But then during the breakup after the uh, communist uh, Russia, or after, what, was it, what was it called? The Soviet Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. Right, USSR. After that, after that broke up, you know, they went on their own. They declared their independence. Okay. So uh, we can talk about that. The Biden administration doing a satisfactory job or no? And uh, getting ready. It's hard to say. I mean, they haven't invaded yet, so I don't know what's going on in the back channels, but I would certainly say the president hasn't blown it. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, at this I was, point. I was just going to say that. No glaring errors no. there, you know. So I think uh, he's trying to stand up to them. And and uh, we, we've talked a little bit about what is it that Vladimir Putin wants, and it's, of course, the resurgence of the USSR in general. But also, uh, you know, I, I think if uh, your uh, neighboring country, Ukraine, is part of NATO, that makes them much, much tougher well, than they would be otherwise. You remember Neville Chamberlain? Well, you don't remember it, but Neville Chamberlain came back from Munich waving a piece of paper saying, peace in our time, and all he had to do was give up part of Czechoslovakia. <laughs> you know, so if uh, if President Biden comes back waving a piece of paper saying, peace in our time, and all we did is give up the Ukraine, then I'd say we have a problem. All right. So we can talk about that uh, if you so choose today. Uh, the, uh, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline's back on the table. The president uh, revealed one of the cards. The German chancellor doesn't seem so interested in saying unequivocally (laughs) that he would close it down. Right. So, uh, yeah, to be continued, that would be something that... uh, And the funny thing is... The president said this right after talking to the German chancellor, so he knew exactly well, where uh, Mr. Schultz stands on this it's topic. It's not Americans who will freeze if the Nord Stream pipeline doesn't go through. I mean, Germany has a lot on a lot a big a big stake in whether or not that thing develops. Well, but the thing is, we could have been yet. providing them. We could have been providing them with that oil. Now, there's nothing going through it yet, correct? No, there's okay, nothing. So it's not done. It's, it's like the Keystone Pipeline. It doesn't actually benefit anybody yet. It well, the will Keystone Pipeline be... will never benefit anybody because the president shut it down in one of his grossest examples of mismanagement. Okay, well, then if that's if what you say is true, I mean, I know he shut it down, but, I mean, if, if it is gross mismanagement, could not a rational president to, to follow him disagree and reinstate Don't it? Don't you recall that the companies abandoned it now? They've, so the equipment's gone? The jobs are gone. Right, but so it could not be restarted well, it under could any be, But it would be tremendously more expensive to get okay. it started now than it would have been to let it be completed. Well, rational presidents have a way of getting things done, so we'll see if that might happen. Well, I'm glad to hear you admit that Joe Biden and rationality are not, a, not <laughs> no, are we, just nodding equations. No, we had one buffoon, then we have this guy. We've got to get a good president <laughs> next time. All right, I think. And who would that be? Uh. Who would be a good Who do you see on the horizon that you think would be a good president? Just out of curiosity. Uh, let me think about that a little bit. That's a good question. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not a big Buttigieg fan, so there's not there's nobody in the Democratic cabinet that I really think is a huge outstanding. I haven't really looked carefully at some of the Republicans. Uh, I certainly like Joe Manchin. I think he's rational. I'm not a I, I'm a Mike Pence fan. I think he'd be a good president. He would be, as you described yesterday, sort of not Mr. Dynamic, but I think he'd probably be a good leader. Steady. Um, 
certainly prayerful, and that, there's an advantage to that. And uh, so there's there's two Mike Pence or, uh, but no Ron DeSantis or any I don't of these guys. Terribly disagree with you there, but I might throw in Marco Rubio. Oh yeah, I liked him before. I liked him when he was in, in the whole slate of the whole rest of them, and I still think Jeb Bush. <laughs> Oh, brother. <laughs> I might be his only fan. But uh, I, I like him. I think he, of him. all the Bush brothers, I mm-hmm. think he was the most competent. I think he would have made the best president of all of them. Yeah, I do, too. But unfortunately, he he benefited, or rather, he was uh, his to his detriment, he had that name. I mean, how many dynasty people do you want in the Bush administration? Right. Well, that could be. Well, yeah, we stopped that at uh, Clinton. We had one Clinton, and that was sufficient. Well, then we had so. William Henry Harrison and Benjamin Harrison, <laughs> grandfather and I, I grandson. Was, I, nobody was thinking of that, Joe. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so folks, you get the idea what we can talk about today. Give us a buzz, 1-800-795-9565. As you can tell, uh, Joe and I picked uh, pretty moderate uh, politicians to be our next uh, president as uh, people we would consider supporting. So who would you support? Lots of folks are Ron DeSantis fans are out there, or Ted Cruz, so they're, of course, no, uh, no, no, pretty darn Ted conservative. Cruz. I don't think... Oh, Ted you don't Cruz, like it? I don't okay. think he can make it now. Okay, all right. Well, his time is... His, his sell-by date has expired. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I like that illustration. That's a good one. All right. So, uh, and, of course, there's, uh, you know, lots of folks talk about some folks in the Biden administration as being future potential candidates or Kamala Harris. So maybe she'll be that. So, anyway, who do you think? Uh, and remember, Joe and I like moderates. one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.com. You can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Uh, our sponsor is the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915. I haven't been down the Sunbury Motor Company in almost 18 hours, but uh, had a good visit yesterday. Talked to Jason and Jeff about uh, the thriving operation they got, and hundreds of people have placed orders for vehicles. So they are still a volume dealer, still doing volume discounts, still uh, family-owned, still uh, super-serving their customers. So we're going to talk more about that as uh, the show progresses. But the Sunbury Motor Company uh, is our sponsor. All right, we got a caller standing by. Good morning, Stan. Thanks for calling in. You're on the mark. Good morning. You were talking about we need a rational president. Well, we had a rational president for four years. He was rational about trying to secure our border, making us energy independent, trying to be rational about securing peace in the Middle East with countries that have warred and hated each other for decades. But for some reason, the news media and the Democrat Party didn't see that as rational. So they, their rationality is we need to give up the country to China and make our money while we can from China because it's obvious. All the high-level muckety-mucks in the Democrat Party are all getting rich off the Democrats, and that includes... I, I won't let it go with the Democrats because there's Republicans involved, too. I think you made a mistake there. You said the Democrats are getting rich off the Democrats. Did you mean China? No, China, that's right. Okay. If I said Democrats, I'm sorry. That was a mistake. Definitely China. Okay. And probably some other nefarious individuals in Russia and who knows. Well, Ukraine, that's right. Hunter Biden was in Ukraine making fortune. So, I'm assuming you're talking about George H.W. Bush, the four-year president, who was strong. No, 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 no. I was talking about the man that wanted to secure our border and make us energy independent. George H.W. Bush didn't do that. Neither did George W. Bush. And Re- Reagan didn't either, for whatever reason. He gave up amnesty, but he was promised to have border security by the Democrats, and they once again 
failed the country. Well, and I think, you know, you can certainly argue that, but it was Trump's behavior that hurt him. The reason we have Joe Biden is because of uh, President Trump and his buffoonery and the lying. And, you know, he may have had wonderful oh. policies. Look at the way that oh. uh, Joe talks about President Trump as having good policies. But uh, did you call him a train wreck of a person or well, something, uh, something like that? Something like something that. Something akin to that. Uh, I, I mean, reason, I think, Stan, you'd have to admit that Donald Trump brought on a lot of his own troubles. I mean, he did. There's, there's just no denying He's out of that. office because of himself. Right. And he cost the Republicans oh, well, the Georgia gov- uh, the Georgia Senate races, both of them. They could have been ours for the taking. And, you know, really, he still, he can't get over the 2020 election. Instead of working to for the future of the Republican Party, trying to make sure that we have a Republican majority in Congress the next time, he's still harping on the 2020 election. And Americans are tired of hearing it. Really? Yes, uh, really. Well, <laughs> yeah. He needs a new so shtick. It's, it's, it's all Trump's fault. I understand that, but the news media has been lying about Trump for five, six, seven years now. And they continue to spread the lies. So people, the big lie, they talk about the big lie constantly. When people are fed a bunch of horse manure for five, six, seven years, they actually maybe start believing it. Remember? <laughs> The Goebbels did that in, in, in the Nazi Germany, right. spread the lie often enough, becomes the truth. Well, no argument about that, but Donald Trump could have been a lot more constructive in how he handled that criticism. I mean, he didn't have to take every, every what, I won't say broadside, every broadside fired at him as, a, as something that required him to come back with a nuclear option, and that's exactly what he did. Instead of acting well, like the rational, decent guy I think he is at heart, he behaved like a lunatic in some instances. And most of the time, I believe it's warranted, because these people have been lying about him and the Republicans for decades. So are you tired of being called a racist and a homophobe, Joe? Yeah, because I'm tired I of that. I'm, I'm very tired, of, tired that. of it. And those people are the ones that are doing it. Yep. I'm so not going to argue that with you. time to fire back at them. But still, how does he become, how, how does that help bring us together as a country? And Joe Biden's doing that? No, but because I think somebody should. in his inaugural speech that he was going to join the country? Oh, and he was going to stop COVID dead in its tracks. Who was Still the last? Do you Either. remember what president was more popular when he went out of office than he was when he came in? I don't know. Probably Reagan. It was Reagan, right. You know, and okay. I think he did actually unite the country in a lot of ways. Now, admittedly, he had to get shot to uh, to start that process rolling, but he did. I mean, he he was he w- could work with people. He was tough. He was fair, but he could work with people without calling them names. Or if he did say something about them, he chided them gently and with humor, as opposed to saying, "What a scumbag jerk you are," which is exactly what Donald Trump says to people. Well, and most of the time he was right about that. But would you stand there and constantly be called names and just stand there and take it? See, it's two different personalities. I don't know. I never grew up in New York State. Trump did. He grew up in what, the Bronx? Or was it Queens? I don't know which. Whatever it was. And that's the way they are up there for whatever reason. Because I've met people from up there, and they have an attitude about them. Okay, I can live with that. Because when he said what he was going to do, that's what he meant. He didn't lie to us and say, well, I'm going to do this, maybe that, and never do it. He tried to do it. Now, he got absolutely zero support from the majority of the Republicans in the Congress in the first two years. 
That's why we didn't get the border wall built the way it should have been. It would have been completed if they had actually worked with it. All right. We got you, Stan. Thank you so much. Well, all right. Have a great day. We agree in part and disagree <laughs> in part. Biden. Have Thank a you. good day yourself, Stan. <laughs> Stan and I are acquaintances, so we are allowed oh, to God. yell at each other. One of our good listeners says Stan should not drink before his daily on the mark diatribes. It says Tom, but I think he means coffee. I'm assuming Stan is not the. Uh, well, Stan, Stan brings up some drinker. excellent points. I mean, President Trump was mistreated by the media. No question about it at the beginning. And I can understand why he became defensive. But you can be defensive one way or another way. You can be defensive and offensive, or you can be defensive and rational. Well, you have he to be chose the, to be defensive and offensive. You have to be the bigger person. You know, at some point, if if somebody little picks on you, you got to move on and say, okay, well, I can be a pretend I'm a big bully here and fight back, or you can just move on. you got to be a bigger person. But yeah, even he wasn't when, capable of that. When it wasn't called for, that, for example, that reporter that he mocked who had a physical impairment or disability, there was no call for that. Right. You know, but on the other hand, something he said years ago in a bus, a locker room situation, winds up being spread all over the media as if the man is a pervert of the first order. Before he was a presidential candidate, correct? Yes. Okay, so uh, you know things are different when you when you're really going to rise I mean, they, up to and national office. And they did the office. same. They did the same thing in the Supreme Court nominations: drag up everything you can, every piece of dirt, and throw it at people in order to muddy their <laughs> reputations, whether they deserve it or not. And wait, in most cases, they didn't. Where do we hear what they did? up on the uh, Supreme Court nominees that are coming up. The Republicans are just waiting for them to pick one. All right. One of our listeners, uh, lower right hand. Oh, we got to hit the uh, break. Uh, yes, but go ahead do. and read one. All right. It's time to move on. No Trump in 2024. How about someone reasonable like Chris Christie? What? All right. Possibly, if yeah, he doesn't block the highways because somebody said something he didn't like. Well, and he was mixed up with President Trump for a while, but he got out, so <laughs> he recognized that that was. Oh, a I like Chris dilemma. Christie. Yeah, uh, I did. He could be reasonable. All right, we are talking about who should run for president <laughs> in four years. We need a rational president. That's my characterization Actually, of it's it. Three years now. Oh yeah, three years. What did I see? You said four. Oh, four. Okay, that's true. Yeah, one has passed. Don't Boy. prolong the current agony another year. <laughs> Yeah. Tick tock, tick tock, time is marching on. All right, we'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right. 
righty. Welcome back to KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark Upper right-hand corner, Joe. Okay, it says, good morning, gentlemen. I was thinking this morning how refreshing it's going to be that soon all media will report very little on COVID cases. That will be wonderful. But I don't think it's because of COVID and vaccine numbers coming down. No, I think it's because of the May primary elections coming up. And please, I don't want anyone to investigate why the numbers may have been wrong on COVID. Because, as you said, we knew that the numbers were wrong for the past two years. No need for you guys who believe the numbers to catch up. Let's just keep moving forward without reports. <laughs> and I can't read the last section because something's in its way. There's uh, nothing there. That's no, it. there is. It no, says, there Don't think yes, there is. there is, because who will believe those reports? Okay. Uh, let's see. And what uh, she's talking about is something we found on Politico today, saying the Biden administration is working on recalculating the number of COVID-19 hospitalizations in the U.S., according to two senior officials of, uh, familiar with the matter. A task force comprised of scientists and data specialists at the Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention are working with hospitals nationwide to improve COVID-19 Im- uh, reporting. And the group's asking hospitals. Now, this is uh, important. The article says they're really looking to the future. Uh, the groups, they're asking hospitals to report numbers of patients who go to the facility because they have COVID-19 and separate those from individuals who go in for other reasons but end up testing positive for COVID-19 once admitted. The administration's goal is to get a more accurate sense of COVID-19's impact. Yeah, President Trump did this for a while last year, but you kind of lost track of it. I think hospitals weren't really set up to comply with it. So, But the CDC estimates that about 20% of the individuals that are in the hospital were there for another reason and just either coincidentally contracted COVID-19 either prior to or or there or uh, were, um, you know, were not there specifically, but because of COVID-19, that number might be as high as 20%. So we talk about that 900,000 deaths in Pennsylvania or in the U.S., um, what did you do? Did you do something? No, I'm you just get rid getting of ready. To, I'm getting ready. To, you tell me to hit delete when okay. they're read. Okay. So I follow your instructions. All right, what do you got? All right, this is from one of our emailers. He says, please remember Biden in the face of the UAW worker, quote, I don't work for you, unquote, the dog-faced pony soldier comment to a woman calling a man fats, challenging to a push-up contest, talking about taking Trump behind the bleachers, and, of course, Peter Ducey, that SOB. Biden is absolutely just as much of a bully. All right. Well, there, there are some... Facts and evidence that would support that claim. So, what is it? Once every two months, President Biden does something that seems bullyish. Actually, Peter Ducey wasn't just an SOB. He was a stupid SOB. <laughs> yeah, which is uncalled for. And what was? how did he couch the apology? It wasn't a real apology. It was... Uh, nothing personal, man. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> You're All a right. stupid SOB, but nothing personal, Mark. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't take it personally. All right, thank you. Yeah, How but that you is not true. take it personally when it's a comment directed at you. Um, okay, so uh, let's see. We already looked at that. Uh, you can't read this verbatim, Joe, but you can uh, mention this one. Okay, uh, the last jackass Trump did nothing for Americans but for the one percent. Oh, the last jackass Trump. Punctuation is a wonderful thing. <laughs> For us. <anyway. laughs> right. It the may last, mean nothing to you out right, there. Right, but it does mean to us. The last jackass Trump did nothing for Americans but for the 1%. Biden will win in 2024. I just don't see how that's even conceivably possible. Well, you know, 
Well, I don't either. I think his age, I, don't, I mean, he can't admit that he's not going to run. because no, that he would said make he him is the, running. I know, but he can't say anything other than that, or he'd okay. become the lamest of lame ducks. <laughs> I mean, he would just be completely ignored. It's bad enough to be a sitting president with hope of re-election who's making poor choices, but to be a lame duck who's making poor choices, <laughs> you might as well just... <laughs> here's the interesting thing. Assign uh, a Republican to the office. You look right now, he would have an opportunity, really, to reach across the aisle to see what could be done, because, as you know... Uh, uh, a Democratic senator had a stroke. He's out for four to six weeks, maybe longer. You don't, you just don't know. So mm-hmm. it'll be an opportunity for President Biden, who now has the minority in the House, at least, or the Senate, at least for the next several a month or so. He could have walked over and said to Mitch McConnell, "What can we do here? I mean, what can we agree on? How can we get some things going here that are good for the country?" Did he do that? No, yeah. he didn't. But you and I are great, very, very good at deciding what uh, leaders of every stripe and type and in industry should say in order to better run the country or their company or the world or their state or whatever. You know, I could tell you, uh, uh, Governor, I almost said King Wolf because of that phrase we used last <laughs> summer, but uh, uh, Governor Wolf could have easily said to, uh, you know, Jake Corman, look, w- we agree on a few things here. We don't want anyone to get hurt. Uh, you think lockdowns are too onerous. What do you agree with? Let's meet in the middle. Let's get something going here so that they state's not so divided. But, but of course, these leaders don't say that. You know, President Biden's not going to say that to Mitch McConnell. He's just going to call him a stupid SOB and and say, look, we're in, intractably divided. But they're looking, I mean, the, their, their primary goal isn't to serve the people of the United States. Their primary goal, both sides, is, <laughs> to, develop, is to develop wedge issues Stick that, to the that lead to contributions, that lead to, you know, something I can beat the other guy over the head with during the next cycle. And that's, you know, when did we become that? I mean, in the past, there was at least some some semblance of reasonability where people could get together and decide what really needed to be done and actually do it. And, and that, to me, is the most frustrating thing about our current political situation, that we become so polarized, we can't, we can't. We can't work work across the aisle. Can't do anything. I learned a long time ago uh, in my some 40, 45 years of local government experience that you don't make it personal. Okay. You know that the biggest mistake you can make is to have someone oppose you just because it's you. I mean, you need to work with people to accomplish anything, and it just doesn't make sense to burn your bridges behind you. I mean, Donald Trump, my lasting impression of him is a guy at a bridge with a flamethrower. <laughs> well, Joe, unfortunately, rational, reasonable, calm, intelligent, guiding leadership is at a premium. A premium. <laughs> it's missing. This is News Radio 1070 WKO K Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. 
Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. It is the eighth day of February 2022. If you haven't said rabbit, rabbit, you missed your opportunity. But, uh, hey, now is the chance to do so. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword... OTM. We were talking about who might make a good president. <laughs> and uh, one of our listeners says, you have the horse out of the barn before the door is even open yet. Let's get a new governor and, and U.S. senator first. Okay. Says uh, <laughs> one of our good listeners. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we have, uh, we were talking about who might make a good president. Joe and I both picked moderate people, but uh, hey, maybe the extremists are going to rule again. Who knows? But give us a call if you'd like to talk about this topic. one 800 795 Go ahead and do as a couple of folks have done. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Always got that keyword OTM. We do have some texts and emails to read, so we will get to those. It wasn't a smash and grab exactly at a Best Buy in the Sealands Grove area. It was a snip and flee. State police telling us three men stole multiple iPhones and iPads from the display counter at a Best Buy near Sealands Grove. Troopers say the three men entered the store split up and were roaming around various other parts of the store, then suddenly converged on the Apple kiosk, began cutting the security cables that secured the cell phones and other gadgets to the table. Troopers say they took five iPhones and two iPads, a value about $5,600. They estimate about $1,000 damage. Store management told troopers, though, the items stolen are programmed for display only and do not have the ability to connect to any cellular carrier. That should be fun when they get them home. Well, yeah, <laughs> And they, whoever they sell them to would be not too happy about that. All right. A well-known leader in the volunteer fire service in Snyder County has died. Retired Hummelsworth Fire Chief Jack Grove died last week. He was 74. Fire company announced that he served as uh, both a volunteer firefighter, assistant chief, deputy chief, and then chief during his years of service. He also was a state fire instructor, EMT instructor, and even vice principal at Sealands Grove High School. He retired last September, but they noticed that he had noted he was still involved in procuring grants and serving as a consultant. He procured over a million dollars in grants lifetime at the Hummelsworth Fire Company, Jack Grove. A hearing by the State Senate Law and Justice Committee focused on the proposed legalization of adult recreational marijuana in Pennsylvania. Our correspondent Mark Sims reports there were some law enforcement and DAs testifying, but they are very or testifying, but they are very cautious. Committee Chair Senator Mike Regan says the input of law enforcement officials during the hearing was especially beneficial. It's important for us to work with law enforcement on the issue of legalization and to make sure we are not in conflict and to ensure the safety of officers and our communities. Warren County District Attorney Robert Green says he supports legalization of adult recreational marijuana. The majority of law enforcement I've spoken with agree on this premise, that it should be legalized and it should be regulated. Law enforcement want to arrest hard drug users, the one pushing fentanyl, the one pushing heroin, and the ones pushing meth, not arresting grandma who's smoking a joint on her porch. Regan says the information provided during the hearing will help in writing a bill to legalize marijuana. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Wow, man. <laughs> no, not you, Joe. Oh, grandma. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> Stand down. All right. Since the start of the pandemic, more than 
500 Northumberland County residents have died from COVID-19. The county hit that number over the weekend. 502 people who were Northumberland County residents died with the disease. 226 new statewide COVID-19 deaths were reported. Also over the weekend, 434 fewer people admitted to hospitals. And uh, you can read all the latest numbers at WTKOK.com. State Senator John Gordon and State Representative Linda Schlegel-Culver have been invited and agreed to be Grand Marshals of Sunbury 250 activities coming up this summer. The semi-quincentennial committee is saying that those individuals agreed to be Grand Marshals. And uh, both Joe and I were scouts briefly in our lifetime. It's been 112 years of good deeds and tying square knots. The Boy Scouts of America was born on this day in 1910. There are about 2.2 million active members, and there's a lot of former Boy Scouts who went on to do big things. Harrison Ford, Michael Jordan, Jimmy Buffett, and Steven Spielberg were all scouts. 181 NASA astronauts were Boy Scouts back in the day. Well, man, I can't get past oh, Grandma. you're still stuck on the porch. Grandma's sitting on the porch smoking her weed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but her anxiety is Is this down. our future now? Elderly women sitting on the porch smoking a toke. Well... Jeez, they make it sound more inviting <laughs> that way. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six. Probably got a shot of Jack Daniels Five. in their hand too. Who knows? One of our good listeners says, "Joe, there are two. There are two Democrats willing to work across party lines, uh, but it seems like only there are just two: Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema." Right. And the writer calling Trump a jackass obviously isn't paying attention to dementia. Joe, the Trump tax cuts gave all taxpayers a cut. And the reports will be gathered by the states through the coroner reports and sent to the CDC. Then we will all know how reliable they are. That's uh, the issue about whether or not the numbers relating to COVID deaths is, are accurate. And last Wednesday, the HHS stopped requiring hospitals to report COVID deaths to them. Why? I don't know. And in response to my remark, or somebody's remark that uh, Stan had too much coffee, coffee this morning, <laughs> I don't drink coffee. That stuff will kill you. Yeah, man, better to have a weed. <laughs> yeah, Joe's stuck on the legalization of pot. You're gonna, you don't have a, a rocking chair on your front porch, but you're going to have to get I'm one. I'm going to get one. You're going to need one. All right, Dan, you're on the market. Bong, are bongs going to be legal? <laughs> hey. I didn't even know you knew what hey, that was. Good morning, guys. Why, <clears throat> you know... The press all liked Trump before he came out to run for president. Once he came out to make America great again, they turned like a black snake on a rat on Trump, and they never left up all them years. Even to this day, even you people, I'm amazed. Once you get behind a microphone... Something happens to your head. I don't know what it is. Wow, but Trump, man. It must Trump be like the, the vortex. <laughs> it must be it's like the, the vortex truth. that affects uh, elected leaders in Harrisburg. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. But people, practical people that live out here, daily workers, etc., we know Trump brought America back from the doldrums. We were going down the tube fast. As soon as Biden got in, we start going downward again. Why, you tell me, why can't you people see that? Why can't you see it? We see it out here. That's why Trump has his support he does. And Trump's not unpopular. <laughs> I, 
I have loads of friends. They can't wait to vote for Trump again if he runs, because he brought America back. And uh, we talk about Trump in the press. Trump is the he stood there, no notes, no nothing, and any question they threw at him, Trump had an answer. Hey, can you see Biden doing that? No way. Well, Dan, I I, I realize I don't care how much you laugh at me. Trump's pure genius, and we need him back bad. I don't know anyone else right now that could do what Trump done. Maybe there is someone out there waiting. I, I'm not sure who it would be, but it's not Mark Rubio. It's no Jed Bush. They'll never, <laughs> He's not running. Never that was just my speculation. Back. Well, Dan, I realize you believe that uh, Donald Trump can walk on water, and and in some respects, I would agree with you, Hithy. He did some wonderful things, but you seem to fail to recognize the fact that his own behavior brought him down. He could have been a different person. He could have been a different person with the same policies, the same desires, if you will, to move America forward, and done it in a way that brought us together instead of constantly tearing us apart. Now, admittedly, he was unfairly treated by the media from day one. I'm not going to argue that with you. But somebody has to be the bigger man in the room or the bigger woman in the room, and it should be the guy we elected to be president of the United States. And you cow to the press... They'll take you down further. That's the that, that's what we like about Trump. He didn't count out to the press. He hit him right back. They they were so unfair to him that I I respect him because he did punch him back and wouldn't take their baloney. If you get another guy in there that tries to go along with the press and be nice. A, a, a conservative guy, they're not going to let up on him. And, and and you have to, I admire Trump for taking on the press, and he called him certain parts of the press the enemy of the people, and that's exactly what certain parts of the press are. They're not for America. They hate this country. They hate <laughs> capitalism. They hate when we're successful using capitalism, they hate that. Why would they? Uh, why would they hate that, Dan? What possible reason could anybody in the media have for hating that America pro- pro- progressed? Why? Why would that be something they would relish? It, 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 I'll tell you what. I'm waiting. Know, it, tell me. It's it's difficult for me to understand, but they believe that America is so disgusting. They want to have an elitist group run this country, and they think they're part of the elitists, but they're not. One, if the elitists take over, they'll be worth. They'll be as bad off as we are, and they will not have any freedom of the press. But you, you you're missing, uh, I think, a, a rather large point that we, we have disagreements in this country. People come uh, from different perspectives to the same set of facts, and, and they say, okay, I believe this, you say, I believe that. That's what makes this country great and strong. Look at Putin and Macron having a five-hour meeting yesterday. Yeah. 
rational oh, leaders having a conversation without discussing calling things. each other names. Right. You can't do that anymore today, Joe. They just Joe, did. Mark, it was a, you can't. You can't talk to you. I listen. If you're reasonable, and I try to be reasonable, talking to people about why Trump was great, they just go off the deep end. They think right. he's the most disgusting person there ever was. And what he did, well, not I'm quite looking that at results. All, right. All I care about is results, results. And any any factory operator, any CEO or whatever, they want results from, the, from their workers. Okay. They don't care if we have a little bit of bad language or okay, well. whatever. We got lots of calls coming in. That's exactly what I want. I want America to be great again. I don't want to be paying $4 a gallon for oil (laughs) and that kind of thing. Listen, Dan, we we got to move on. We have a call coming in, and we have another one holding. Thank you. You have a great day, my friend. You too. Friend. Take hey, care. You too, buddy. Thank you so much. Yep. All right. 1-800-795-9565. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM, uh, which I'll read. The only text we have standing by at this time. Yeah, let's legalize weed so the roads are safe between drunks and smoked-up drivers. The roads oh, should be man. real. Ex- That'll be great. <laughs> Where's oh, my bomb? Joe. No reefer for Joe. <laughs> There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Uh, our dutiful, fabulous producer has put uh, three callers on hold, which means one line is left. So you can uh, uh, call us, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, Joe, we were talking about presidents, that top text. Oh, no, both texts. That says, Joe, Trump could have changed his ways, and the press and Dems would have continued to try to destroy him. That's a fact. Well, I agree. They treated him yeah, terribly unfairly, would. so maybe maybe there's a point there. And then uh, on the other side of the coin, Big Baby Trump, Trump stole 15 boxes of documents when he left the White House from the National Archives and even ripped some of them up, taking after Nancy Pelosi. He didn't take them from the National Archives. He failed to turn them over to the National <laughs> Archives. They were sent to Mar-a-Lago instead what? of to the National Archives. No, they have it. now been retrieved and are in the hands of the okay. National Archives. Okay. Ripped up, though, right? 
right? He didn't rip. He ripped uh, okay. some things up, right. which is a crime. It was a crime when Nancy Pelosi did it. It's a crime when Donald Trump did it. Mm, I think the ripped up version just becomes the official version, in my view. Anyway, okay, Lance, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Yes, wise. Um, but how often uh, folks choose style over substance to the detriment of everyone? Because that's really what it's all about. When you uh, badmouth Trump for his uh, behavior, you know, out of office, and you look at the great stuff he did. But anyway, I think for uh, candidates, we ought to have uh, Ben Carson and uh, Christy Nome. I really believe that would be fantastic. Oh, they're good choices. Super. Christy Nome, though, coming out of North Dakota, is, that's kind of a small state, not not dragging a lot of the country along with her. Just looking at the possibilities <laughs> right. here, Joe. Stand down. Well, uh, well, the president is from that huge state of Delaware. Yes, but he's Rosa of Delaware. But he's in the what? center of the most heavily, one of the most heavily populated areas of the country. He's so. a U.S. senator for forty years or yeah. so. Well, don't you think we need some rural common sense instead of... Oh, yeah, I'm not arguing that point with you. I'm not... uh, Common sense is where you find it. I think Christy Nome has a lot of common sense. There are others who do. I certainly wouldn't rule her out. I just question whether or not she brings enough to the table at this point to make her a viable candidate. Okay, yeah, you're probably uh, right. But we're just speculating, so we welcome that. I welcome your selection. I welcome it, too. You do not. And I'm going to have a bong, just a, a little just, hit on my weed just, here. To just <laughs> stuck on his reefer madness over there. All right, Lance, what okay. else? Anything what? else? Oh, yeah. Why, that uh, Marxist professor you had on on Friday, when he said it was the Communist Party that lifted those people out of poverty, my word, I felt like grabbing the duct tape and wrapping my head with it because it was about ready to explode. <laughs> the only thing that they did was allowed capitalism to come in. And then they uh, regulated who was going to work in these American-built and managed factories and things by having, uh, over there, they have a social score. In other words, if you're playing ball with a party and you have... Uh, joined the right things and done the right stuff, why you get uh, points. And when you have enough points, why then you'll be able to get a loan to start a business, get a job, buy even buy a car. Mm-hmm. And it's no wonder they 90% of the people agree with them, well, they've killed everybody that doesn't. <laughs> I mean... I mean, it's, it's, it was almost ridiculous. And I'd wager that that poor bugger there has to do that, or his family would probably be in danger. They work really well. You, you ever hear a, a Chinese uh, bad-mouthing anybody back there? No, and you have that Chinese tennis star coming out now and backtracking her story in and, and a yeah. tightly controlled interview with somebody from the Communist Party sitting right there with her. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't exactly uh, believe they're a bastion of freedom, no matter what anybody says. <laughs> no, no. And if we would have the uh, squad to put their candidates in place here, right? And when the Chinese, I don't say if, I say when, the Chinese roll out to conquer the world, it will not be a hostile takeover. It would be a merger. Fair enough. Yeah, it's just my opinion. Thank you, Lance. Thank you so much, Lance. Uh, Next up, that puts Mark from Watsontown on the air. Go ahead, sir. 
All right, I thought I'd call and let you know that Macron, uh, the leader of France's popularity, is just a few notches higher than Joe Biden. So I wouldn't uh, I put too much faith in his negotiations uh, other than maybe give something away because uh, they do a lot of trading with Iran. So uh, and I wouldn't hold much faith there. And uh, uh, I, I made this statement before. It's a lot of things are going to happen before 2024. So uh, I had, uh, long years ago, I had Petraeus running for president, but uh, he had an affair, you know, and there's some secret documents laying around. And so they got rid of him. But Bill Clinton, he can have all the affairs he wants, and, and they look the other way. So it's a double standard there. Now, you got a pencil and paper? Yeah, we got one. Okay, 2021. Right below that, 2022. <laughs> well, I'm with you right so below. far. <laughs> All right, no wait a minute. There's a sequence of this in case and you yeah, haven't picked it up. There's a sequence of numbers here, and the next one below that is 2023. Oh, I guess you're right. All right, add them up, and what do you got? Remember, zero is not a number. Add them up. 2021, 2022, 2023. So it would be 66. 221, 222, 223, 666. Oh, 666, yeah. Yeah. You're not with it today, Mark. Oh, six. <laughs> no, it's just 66. It's, uh, it's not right. 666. Like no, no. Two, <laughs> two, oh, you get rid of the zero. Two, one. Okay. Two, well, two, 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 Why three. would you do that? Yeah, why so would you six, get rid of the zero? It's 6066. So the devil's yeah, in charge of the Olympics. A, a, a number, so it's 66, six, so... These few years coming up are going to be rough. Maybe uh, Lucifer's going to be walking oh, around brother. a little bit. <laughs> you had me on all your Taiwan comments and everything else you've said until you he's said already the devil's the, taking over. He's already at the Olympics. <laughs> I'm just having a little fun with you today. Yeah. But I think, uh, I think well, China is going to move on Taiwan and maybe the Philippines. Uh, all hell's going to break loose so long before 2024. And Russia's going I, into I, the Ukraine. I hate to be right? a bearer of bad tidings, but that's what I, that's what I see. All right, we got you, Mark. Let's Thank hope you. you're wrong, Mark, but thanks yeah. for calling and sharing hey. that with us. <laughs> All right. Take, Take care. care. Yep. All right. Uh, one of our listeners says, Nome is from South Dakota. Oh, I'm sorry. Where did I say? North Dakota. I guess. I, yes, I, I, moved her, I moved her to a different state. <laughs> She's not exactly a household word yet, but no. she could be. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Dix from Milton, Pennsylvania, talking about independence. Ahead, I want to make this really quick. I know Joe thinks that me as an independent is stupid, but a lot of places independents can vote in primaries, so I'm not worried about whether I can or not. But you know, right now there are 41% of the people that self-identify as independents, 25% as Republicans, and 31 as Democrats. So eventually, Dan can think what he wants about all his neighbors and what they what they like about in that small little area of Slayer County and Union County. But eventually, one of these people going to have to worry about the 41% of us that don't like you. Of them. Uh, honestly, Dick, I don't know where you got the idea. I thought being independent is stupid. Well, I th- you, and you said, and I know that. I'm not an idiot. I know I can't vote in the primary. That doesn't bother me one bit well, because the presidential elections are not de- determined by the by party anyhow. They're dependent by, you know, you guys, they all go to these damn things and they throw a bunch of names in there and they come out with one person. I have, You have no control over who's going to run for president, neither do I. And I understand state politics and local politics. Do I vote in regular elections forever? I mean, I'm your age, forever. But I'm just telling you, I've been a Democrat. I've been a Republican. I grew up in a really Republican household. My, my wife grew up in a really Democratic household. I've been both. I don't want to be either anymore. There's too many people in both parties I just don't like at all. So I'm going to, I'm going to be self-identified as nonpartisan, independent, and, and 41% of the people in this country around the world must agree with me because that's how many there are. And I just looked it up last night and today on four different sites. Well, There's I, an awful lot of us out there, but... Guys 
guys running for office, whether it's Trump, Biden, or whoever it is, better worry about the 41% that don't like either of them. Well, just so you or know... don't agree with either of them. Maybe don't like them, that's a run. But just don't agree with them on a lot of stuff. Well, just so you know, I would never call them stupid because my wife happens to be an independent. <laughs> she was a Republican, but she changed. <laughs> I've been both. I've been both. Do I like Trump? I like some things Trump did. Do I like Trump personally? Hell no. no I mean, and then hit this last guy about the affairs. Look, I can name a whole list of Republicans that had affairs with people. A lots and lots of them. Former, sec- former Speaker of the House. Republican, local guy, Harrisburg. You know he did. Everybody knew he did. Because he kept, he kept his girlfriend for years in Harrisburg in a, in a, or in Washington in, in a room, and he was married to somebody else. So that, you know, do I like it? No. Talking about that's both sides. Somebody thinks that only Democrats commit adultery or whatever. That's just stupid, or they're just naive. You're talking about our former congressman, the Don Sherwood. Yeah, Don Sherwood. He was the Speaker of the House. Oh no, 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 no he was no. never Speaker. He was no, good Don Sherwood wasn't but, uh, Speaker. Are you talking about the state or federal? No, 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 no. In, 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 down in Harris, he's not in, in government anymore. Down, he's, he was married to. Uh, he was married to. He was married three times. Uh, he's a Pennsylvania guy. Uh, yeah, you, you know who it is. I, I, I try to forget about him some days. <laughs> well, well, well you've done a good job, and so have we. We, we don't. We I can't, yeah, well, I can't he, think who he, 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 he is. He was Speaker of the House, Republican. He had he had the, uh, like the like Luke, not, uh, Martin Luther. He had that feet, those number of uh, things that Republicans wanted, were going to do back in like the nineties or whatever. Huh? Gingrich, Newt Gingrich. Oh, he no, was Gingrich. He's not from Harris. He wasn't. I mean, he was, he, he, wasn't know, he was married, and, spe- and in Washington, he kept a, he kept his mistress. In another part of Washington, okay. that's not no, that's no secret. That's why you confused us. Newt Gingrich was is from the Harrisburg area, but he never served in Harrisburg. He was. I didn't a, say that. I just said from from the Harrisburg area, he was Speaker of the House in okay. Washington. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, explain My why point we could. being is the guy that just made okay. the comment of something about Democrats and and uh, you know okay. Bill Clinton. Well, Jesus, to me, Newt Gingrich was every bit as bad as Bill Clinton in that respect. All right, I mean, people you. might not agree with that because he's a Republican, but it wasn't like, I mean, for God's sake, just read his history, you know? Yeah, well, okay. All right, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying what Clinton did was right, but I'm just telling you that to think that only a Democrat does stuff like that, you're just awful naive. <laughs> Who said that only Democrats have affairs? Yeah, I don't think we said that, did we? <laughs> no, the last guy, he, he brought up Bill, everybody brings up Bill Clinton. Like no, Bill Clinton, like he's the only one in Washington, D.C. that ever stepped out on his wife or his girlfriend. Well, he was the only one impeached for it. He was the only one impeached for it. That's universal. That's all around the world. That's just a universal thing. That's a man and woman thing. Fair has nothing okay. to do with your politics. So to bring, keep, Bill Clinton, I don't not can't defend Bill Clinton. Hell, nobody could. Donald Trump's another one. It wasn't like he never went out, stepped out on his wife. Well, every wife he's had, three of them. Yeah, every wife <laughs> preceded or, or over, overlapped. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's never stepped out on it with anybody. And anybody that thinks he did, he's like a, a goes to church 52 weeks out of the year, and he's a good Christian. Like they just don't understand Bill Clinton or Donald Trump very well. That's my point. All right, we got you. Very Thank enough. you so much. People keep bringing up. My, my, my main point was the 40 <laughs> the we, you, us, there's a lot, awful lot of independents out here. I guess I'm trying to tell you that. All right, we got you. I'm trying to tell it. all these people run for Sometimes they ought to pay attention. Those people vote also. All right. No we, argument. They do. Noted. Thank you so and, much. And, well, yeah, yesterday, Dan said that, you know, if, if Donald Trump, was, I don't know how he could have lost. Well, but 41% of people who were Republicans or Democrats, a lot of us didn't like Donald Trump. Well, I didn't like Donald Trump personally. I liked his policies. But still not I mean, didn't like him enough to vote for him. That's my whole point. He did. He loved him enough to vote I for him. I didn't vote for either of them. The last two elections, I did not vote for president. 
Yeah, that's understandable. All right, thank you so much, sir. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate Goodbye. your call, yeah, as always. Take call. care. All right, 1-800-795-9565. we got four open lines, uh, two, one, two, three emails pending. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com or text us at 70236 with the keyword OTM. You got your work cut out for you here, Jim. Yes. Uh, Rob says, Joe and Mark, Trump did not treat his enemies the way the Bible tells us. The two lessons that I have learned from the Bible about people that oppose his, one, turn the other cheek, two, if you wish to heap hot burning coals on your enemy's head, be nice and kind to them. In this way, you will show God's love and forgiveness. President Trump didn't act biblically. He wasn't really a Christian, so it it would be pretty foreign for him to do that. Well, at least whatever principles he espouses, they didn't appear to be of origin, Christian origin. All right. Dan wants another minute, so go right ahead, sir. Good morning to my friend, Dick. Actually, I wanted to be an independent when I registered, but like I was told, then you can't vote in the primary. So I became Republican because I felt... They probably were closer to my viewpoint, but believe me, over the years, there's a lot of Republicans I didn't vote for just because they had an R at their name. And don't forget, the Republican Party itself did not want Trump in there. They did everything to get rid of him, but they couldn't get rid of him. (laughs) So he ended up running as a Republican, but I'm sure you gentlemen remember, they didn't want to touch him with the 10-foot pole. So actually, I look at Trump as mostly independent. He's not... He was not popular in the right. Republican Party. But they learned to embrace him. popular later. Well... They saw his policies okay. work. All right, Dan, there's your minute. Thank yep, you. Got it. Thank Take you care. so much, sir. Thanks for well, the clarification. Thanks for the comments, too. Okay. Yep. All right, uh, you can do the text, and then you got a big email. Well, the text says, Both political parties have adulterers, but their party designation determines how they're treated by the press. Well, that's a very good point. Very good point. And then uh, Sean says, off the mark, you have been one of the huge proponents of the Democrats' failed policies that have led to the disaster that is Beijing Biden. We are one of the most dangerous times, or in one of the most dangerous times in our history. Putin and uh, Xi Jinping clearly have enough blackmail on Hunter Biden to ensure no serious military response from the United States. Biden knows that the nefarious acts Hunter Biden and the big guy, Joe Biden, have done will be broadcast across the world if they respond in a serious way. The media and big tech, aided and abetted by the far left, were burying the Hunter Biden laptop while their hair was on fire about Trump's tax returns. The media propaganda wing was the largest contributor to the situation our country is currently in. When the truth comes out about Biden's corrupt business deals overseas, will you then admit you were wrong for backing him? You keep talking about Trump's buffoonery, yet he hasn't been brought up on a single criminal charge of any wrongdoing from Mueller's witch hunt Russian hoax. I have no idea how you can say you think that Jed Bush would be a better president than Ron DeSantis. You've learned absolutely nothing from the total debacle that is Beijing Biden. Says Sean. Says Sean. Boy, thank you for that. Good email. 
Oh, appreciate that. Directed at you. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Jeb part, Bush, me. not Jed Bush. But I know. Uh, anyway. Well, I read it. As I, a, I just think Jeb was a moderate. I read him as they're written. Uh, an intelligent moderate. Ron DeSantis is an intelligent ultra-conservative. So that's the big difference between them. But, you know, this Biden, the story about Hunter Biden is not going away. And it's funny. Uh, and, of course, Fox has covered it, and the other media have a completely ignored it. What? And yet it is. there is apparently some traction there. He is under investigation. Who, Hunter? Yes. Right. Okay. Well, why do we know about this if no one's reporting on it? Because Fox is the only one oh, reporting that, on it. But I never look at Fox, so how would I know Because that? I told you. Oh, okay. And no. I read it on Fox. Okay. Well, I'm sure Hunter's investigation has been covered by somebody other than Fox. And his talent as an artist leaves something leaves me. <laughs> You're still stuck wonderment. on this artistry. Yeah, you want some of he, his art so you can get high and, the and fact that he can get admire it. Five hundred thousand dollars for a picture. All right. Okay. We're devoid of new texts and emails. Chris, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yeah, Hunter Biden's laptop fantasies. I'll tell you, <laughs> it's a nightmare, not a fantasy. <laughs> First of all. Uh, Biden is not very popular with China. They don't like some of the things he's done. They like the Trump a lot more, I think. But in any case, the hundred the laptop. Somebody called in about that last week and saying, "Why does the regular press ignore it?" The only people who have reported on it is Washington Post, uh, is uh, the Wall Street Journal, and the Fox News. And the reason is they were the ones who had got the copy of the doctored laptop, assuming it was Biden's in the first place. Mm-hmm. And they have not released it to the other newspapers, and the other newspapers haven't released it except a few quotes here and there, because they also realize it's kind of bogus. And the most incriminating things on it that they released, they didn't. The emails didn't have their full history on. Well, Chris, Sean Hannity's teaching me how to think, and uh, I think he disagrees (laughs) with you. The the less you know, the easier it is to be ultra conservative. Well, I wouldn't say I think I know a lot of intelligent conservatives. (laughs) <laughs> but not uh, harping on endlessly about Hunter Biden. No, no. That <laughs> is true. That is not a conservative stance. That's just uh, uh, Trump repeating nonsense. Excellent. Uh, uh, that's like, a, well, I, Stan, Stan or Dan now, I can't remember which one said something about uh, how the Republicans weren't with Trump his first couple years, and a lot of them weren't, uh, had to be browbeat into submission, but for the most part, there wasn't, there weren't many representatives or senators who voted against much of Trump's program that got to the voting stage, so that really wasn't a, a problem. So he was kind of a bipartisan president once he had something that could reach a final vote, you mean? No, not who? Not Trump? No, he wasn't at all. Uh, they, like, the Democrats were eager to work on an infrastructure bill, 
and he talked about it all the time, but never did anything about it. Sure, and health care plan too. And that would have been the, the that would have been a way to to work with the Democrats. And he was more insulting. He was insulting the Democrats, and he was insulting to the press before they were even insulting to him. So he started. In other words, <laughs> that, that, that doesn't. <laughs> well, he, he had the he had the crowd heckle them and have them had them in cages at the at his rallies. Right. Say, yes, and he'd insult them and tell people to turn around the and crowd. tell people to turn you know, around and give them well, the middle finger. Let me ask you: Has the FBI ever come out and said there's nothing at all on this laptop, and it's not Hunter Biden's, and there's nothing there? Has that ever happened? Uh, not that I know of, but I will also point out that they don't usually make statements like that, and also that uh, it was in possession of the FBI, apparently, for, what, a year or two under Trump, when he was kind of interfering in all sorts of things and trying to get them to do all sorts of now, things. Actually, it wasn't that quite and that nobody, long. Uh, nobody found anything on it that they wanted to report under his administration. This is this either. is from this is from the New York Times. Mr. Isaac, who was the repair shop owner, said he met with FBI agents in late 2019 and provided them with a timeline of events. The agents returned about 2 weeks later in mid-December of 2019 with a grand jury subpoena allowing them to seize the laptop and the external hard drive. The subpoena was signed by a federal prosecutor in the US Attorney's office in Wilmington who handles criminal investigations such as fraud. Mr. Ign- Mr. Isaac acknowledged receiving it. The agents yes. also gave him a receipt for what they took. So, what is, what's your and, question? Well, here, I'm just telling you. This is from the New York Times. The agents also gave him a receipt for what they took, and according to a photograph of it published by Fox News, the receipt included an FBI code 272D, which is the Bureau's internal classification for money laundering investigations and the BA for its Baltimore field office. So apparently they thought there was something there. But they I agree with you. They haven't released it. They haven't come out and said one way or the other. And if I were Hunter Biden and I knew I was innocent... And, and if, if Trump's trying to get negative statements from Ukraine and China about and create phony stories both there to hurt Biden's campaign chances, and he couldn't get his own FBI to find anything on the, on the, on the laptop that was valid... You think that makes sense? Well, don't you think that if I were Hunter Biden, if you were Hunter Biden, wouldn't you be pushing the FBI to either release it or admit that there was nothing on it so that you could move forward with your life? Why would you want that hanging over your head? Well, I don't think anybody, would, especially with somebody with his drug history and taking selfies that, are, that make him look foolish, apparently, would want... Would want uh, all their laptop made public. Chris, one of our good listeners, sends a note, says, Chris, when the Hunter Biden investigation is over and he's under indictment, what will your... Is there an investigation going on? Has it been ended? Has it been started? What will your spin be then? You're assuming facts, not in evidence. No, there was a story last week about the investigation. I, you know, that it is ongoing. It is ongoing. What... I mean, they haven't closed it yet. No, I mean that they. there was a news story last week about it. I'm trying to find it, but uh, maybe you'll have better luck than I am at the moment. But it was uh, the, the investigation is continuing. All right, a quickie comment. Go uh, ahead, Chris. I think there was something on that, but uh, I don't think it was anything that, that said anything negative about what was 
they they don't have a chain of possession of, of the computer, and they admit that that it was hacked. I believe there is evidence that it had been hacked by the Russians. So the stuff that's on there isn't very conclusive, even if there is anything on there. All right, we got to move on. Thank you so much, Chris. Of course, then you have his business partner who was there and saying that it was... Uh, well, he owns a uh, lithium mine in China. Yeah, we right. know that. All right. Thank you so much, Thanks, Chris. Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Take care. Say goodbye, Chris. He's goodbye, gone. Chris. Uh, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> well done. All right. We got callers ready and uh, texts and emails. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, go ahead, buddy. All right. Don't expect the... This is an emailer. Don't expect the FBI to do anything with Hunter Biden. Christopher Wray is a swamp creature, as bad as Comey. One of Trump's big mistakes, he should have appointed someone outside of Washington. I think uh, the FBI is an objective law enforcement agency that's untainted by politics, correct? Well, yeah, I would say so, yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> and then uh, one of our texters says, laughing out loud, Chris, the laptop is Russian disinformation, is more proven lies. All right, Al, you get a couple minutes, and then Bob gets a couple minutes. Go ahead. Uh, okay, thank you. I got a, one check mark here for another one against uh, Biden, I, I mean, President Trump these days. He identifies as a independent, saved Christian, saved again Reborn. Okay. All right. What else? That's it. I just wanted to correct you two guys, but, you know, he doesn't act like a Christian all the time, but, you know, he's fighting in a, a dirty, rough world, and he's no goody two-shoes. Gotcha. He's from New York City. All right. Noted. Thank and, you so uh, much. He had a fight. He had a fight for everything he got up there. All right. Thank so you, sir. So Christians don't have to be Christians if they're in a dirty, tough fight. Well, no. Well, no. If you're in a dirty fight, you you got to be a warrior. I would okay. think that's when um, you're supposed to be most displaying. You can't just your... turn the other cheek when when they uh, don't deliver. I mean, you, you either get the job done or you don't get paid. Gotcha. And that's the way he ran the bit. You know, he ran the country like a business, and you know, he he knew how to do that. All right. Noted. Thank you so Thank much, you. sir. Yep. Appreciate, Appreciate that. Uh, Bob, last caller of the morning. Go right ahead. Yeah, Trump learned from the mafia. That's how he got where he is. But anyway, um, as far as Hunter Biden goes, that was just a diversion that Trump used against, you know, Joe Biden for running for president. Look at Trump's kids, all the stuff, dirt that's been brought up against them. Are people still bringing that up? Well, the the difference is that the investigation into Hunter Biden is ongoing. I don't know what investigations. Oh, what? what does Hunter Biden have to do with anything? Well, he has not <laughs> been in the House of 
he's never done anything in politics. He possibly has traded on Just his father's he's name. Son of the president. Well, he taints his father. There's no argument about that. I, I, I think anybody can recognize that. Yeah, just to divert attention away from Trump's mistakes. Oh, okay. Well, let's say let's say that you're wrong, and let's say that Hunter Biden has used his father's position to cash in. Would you think that was wrong? Every no, you body <laughs> makes their own choices. Everybody makes their own uh, advances in their in uh, their their work ethics or whatever you want to call it. Whether or not he got millions of dollars in Ukraine for whatever he did for them, good for him. He earned it. <laughs> All right. It wasn't given to him because Joe Biden got him no, the job. No, of course. He had this wide experience in gas production <laughs> in the in foreign countries. Oh, yeah, he was a real shoe-in for that job. You don't see anything well, wrong Trump's with that. Children, now, now, let's, let's take Trump's children out of it for a while you're deflecting. He had absolutely no knowledge about the natural gas industry in the United States, much less in the Ukraine, and yet he winds up with a job that pays him hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And you don't find anything funny about that. Well, I just got a $5 an hour raise, so <laughs> I didn't do oh, There anything, you go. But, okay. Thank you, you Joe know, Biden. Did, did I do something wrong? <laughs> nope. You're doing great. Thank you so much. I appreciate the call. All right. I've got to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. We want you to let you know that they sponsor the On the Mark program, so if you enjoy the show, go buy your vehicle there and say, I'm tired of Mark haranguing me about going down there. they got uh, Mustangs, the Mach-E Mustang, the Bronco Sport. That's the smaller one, but they also got the full-size Bronco. Now, you can't get one of those right now. They're sold out this year for all the 2022. To the Wild Track, the full-size Bronco. And the Maverick sold out, too. The new small truck, as fast as they could come in, they sold them out. But they got Ford Rangers, F-150s, Echo Sport, Escapes, Edges, F-250s, Explorers, and Expeditions. If you are ready for your next vehicle, the Sunbury Motor Company's got a lot there. Plus, they got allocations. That means that when Ford starts to build a vehicle, it gets sent to the Sunbury Motor Company even before somebody orders it. Even if somebody wants it, it goes to the Sunbury Motor Company because they get allocations. They are a volume dealer at the Sunbury Motor Company. SunburyMotors.com sponsors our On the Mark show. I guess we'll see you tomorrow. That's yes, all the time we have for today. State Representative Rowe is coming in on Thursday, so we do have a guest lined up. This is WKOK Sunbury.